Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Unbecoming of Age, the podcast hosted by two guys that have never met in real life. My name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa, and I'd like to welcome my co-host, Mr. John M. Craig. And I live in Red Bank, New Jersey, Middletown, actually, and I have never met Colin Flynn. That is true. I have not. That's just fact. And it's hot. And it's Father's Day. Yeah. Now, when you're listening to this, it was Father's Day. It is Father's Day now while we're talking, but it'll be whatever day it is when you listen to this. It could be Father's Day 2019. Could be. It was yeah. my daughter's gen- uh, to What is today? June 17th, 2018. And my daughter turned 14 today. That's a little oh, bit of your mind. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, turning that age, uh, you've seen any. Big differences? Is there anything? Uh, is there no, any, no, 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 no. She just just wants uh, money, rides, and stuff. <laughs> like, I took her today. I took her to get a uh, graduation dress. Now they don't even call it graduation for the eighth grade. They call it a moving on ceremony. Yeah. I guess you don't graduate until high school. So anyway, so uh, I'm like, well, you don't, you don't. What do you mean a graduation dress for? You're wearing a cap and gown. Your gown is your dress. You can wear a bathing suit under the gown. Please don't. But uh, you know, it's but it's a whole thing. But we ended up getting a. Uh, I, she picked out a dress and uh, Abercrombie and Fitch, uh, seventeen bucks. Seventeen bucks. Oh, that's a bargain. And that's I. No big deal. Why was I thinking Abercrombie and Fish? I thought they closed. I thought that was one that had uh, gone out of biz. They're still around. No, apparently not. I don't. I don't much about them. I just. Uh, so no, there was a giant moose behind the counter. A giant moose with a bow tie, <laughs> like a giant. <laughs> and apparently, when Kylie went there to look at the dress, because she had already chosen the dress, she'd gone there. Uh, I think on Friday after school with her friend Zoe and her friend Zoe's mom. And apparently, when they were there, Zoe asked the the kids that worked. Now the kids that work at. at Abercrombie and Fitch are like 18 to like 25. Sure, yeah. And, uh, you know, she asked him if they killed the moose. <laughs> and Kylie was telling me that. I was like, of course they killed the moose. I mean, look yeah. at them. Yeah. Not that, they, not that there's anything wrong with being a little With their bare hands. Yeah. So the moose, uh, is it a non-binary moose or is it a... I, a, a <laughs> describe, and I'm, I'm curious about the moose. I, I, I don't know. I just assume that moose are male. What would be a female? I don't know. I don't know anything about meese, moose, mooses. All I know is it was fucking giant, and I'm telling you, I didn't notice it for the first four minutes that I was there. Like, I was staring right at the girl behind the counter, and it's, like, oh. just above her head between... Yeah, oh. it was great. Yeah. So I thought you yeah. were describing an actual person. I said, oh, no, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's not a moose. No, no, no. It's... <laughs> I, you know what? I, I did have a moment, uh, a couple of moments this week <laughs> that I was... I'm like, I'm a fattest. I'm like, whatever you call the thing that would be, fattest. you know, like... Yeah. Not a... Fa- like a like a, not that I'm into fat people. People, that I'm really judgmental of fat people sometimes. Like, really, like, it's on... Not out loud. Like, I'm not saying anything rude or disrespectful, but in my head, I don't think the nicest of things. So you're just not like, hey, moose, can you fucking ring me up here? <laughs> no, no, no. It was a real... It was a moose head. It was like a like a taxidermy moose. I don't know if it was a real taxidermy moose. I know it was a giant. giant. And I just thought that Abercrombie and Fitch had, like, you know... 
pictures of really young kids in overly sexualized. I don't really know. But you can't, I did. Okay, so that's why I asked about the non-binary yeah. thing. I'm thinking usually when I see the Abercrombie stuff, it seemed like you'd, you'd see these pictures, and like you said, uh, sexually suggestive. But you're like, is that a dude or a chick? I'm not sure what I'm looking at here. I get turned um, on either way. I don't really <laughs> care. You know what I mean? I'm just like Abercrombie and Fitch. That's why I don't want to stay in there too long because like yeah. you know it's not about the authorities. It's about the thoughts in my head that make me uncomfortable. As long as it's not a moose, you're like A and F. That's right. You're, you're no, it's a literal. <laughs> now I got to Google Abercrombie. It's been a while. Uh, and Fitch, I hadn't met him one in a long time. I don't like malls. I don't like going into malls. And I like walking, but I don't like walking in malls. I don't like being in them. I want to park as close to the entrance that is as close to the store that we want to go to. Yeah. Well, yeah, Abercrombie I mean, was the place, as I remember it, uh, and it's been a, or at least a couple of years. If, probably since i've been in one but they used to do a lot of the crop dusting with cologne sort of thing you walked in there and everything was like whoa that's what's this what am i smelling you know it's like and they had somebody did they have somebody squirting you out front or they used to maybe no one was squirting anything there was no squirting colin i swear there was (laughs) i I promise you it was in and out i made a couple of jokes about a moose not a person not a nineberry there was no it was in and out i bought her a dress for 17 bucks and uh like no. there's no no moose squirt no moose squirt no no, no. so uh, by the way i'm looking here i googled abercrombie and fitch image search and apparently uh the ab in abercrombie is for dudes abs oh, <laughs> it's just me. it's like hot yeah, yeah, like yeah just so a lot of hot yeah yeah so anyway i don't know how's your father's day anything interesting any good you good know, weekend what's going a, on well, kind of a run-of-the-mill uh, Father's Day. I had my uh, one of the grandchildren was over. I uh, did an overnight last night. That was uh, that was fun. So, um, yeah. A little How old is said grandchild? Uh, she is just a little over a year, just like a year. Oh, no, she's little. Two, two months ish, so a little, and she's uh, slept. Oh, God, it freaked me out because they. Uh, she's been here a couple times uh, overnight, and she sleeps. All night long. Like, you get up at 9 o'clock in the morning, and she's still just, you know, kind of, like, laying there, amusing right, right. herself. But, yeah, that... Right. Yeah, she's got the Lionel Richie uh, sleeping pattern all night long. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, I, how about you? I should ask you. I was just going to jump to another subject. But how, well, how I, I'm, no, I'm, Father's Day was uneventful. I mean, you know, a little bit overshadowed by, uh, by my daughter, Kylie, because it's her birthday today. Um, I... Slept in a little bit. I ended up driving someone today, a first-time client, because um, my boss is going on vacation, and he's allowed me to just use the app to accept whatever rides come in. And last night, at at the end of Kylie's um, birthday party, her little pool party that she had for her school friends, you know, like 13 to 15, 14-year-old girls, um, uh, I was there, and and I heard the alert go off, and I'm like, and I'm talking to uh, her friend's dad, and I said to him, when's the 17th? Now, it was Father's Day and my daughter's birthday, and yesterday was the 16th, but I have no idea what day it is, and I just accepted it. And I was like, oh, fuck, I didn't really want to drive today, you know, because I, I had a rough day. So I, I had a, it, was a, it was a fine day today. But again, it was a little bit overshadowed. We went out to dinner, but it was more about Kylie's uh, Kylie's birthday. Uh, we went across the river to a place. Uh, it's the Oyster Point Hotel in Red Bank, New Jersey, Red Bank proper. Uh, we could have walked there, but it was too hot for Kylie. Oh, God forbid. And then um, we went there. It was like a, a river view. And um, 
my ex-wife picked up the the bill. She I called for the reservation. She picked up the bill. It was fun. We laughed a lot. It wasn't that crowded. The food was pretty good. The service was okay. Chris was the guy. He's the one that I talked to like three times on the phone. You have a reservation. We get there. When the check comes, he brings the you know the 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 check in like the American Express branded right, you know right, like little yeah. check holder, uh, and he places it right next to me. Of course. And Sexist he, that, he and <laughs> she reached across the table and took it. Good for and her. he walked away, and she got really annoyed. And she's like, I work hard, whatever. Now, she was uh, really beside herself. I said, well, you know, I did like, I did call and make the reservation. I said a lot of times, like, I'm not defending. I'm just saying, like, it's, you know, it's just one of those things. A lot of times the men do pick up the check, and right. she's like, I work hard. And I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm doing an impression of her. I'm like, you know, he may have called for the reservation, but, you know, that's my house across the river that he told you about that we live right there and we'll be right over. He lives in my pool house. This is my ex-husband. I mean, he's lucky, you know, and, and she's laughing a little bit, but she's also getting mad. And then a couple of weeks ago, you know, Cameron's got a girlfriend now and, and she, you know, Cameron's um, going to be 16 soon. And uh, and he uh, she asked me if I had like 100 bucks for Cameron to take out his girlfriend. And I said, why does he have to pay? Like, like seriously, I said it's kind of different now. Like, they're just gonna go into Red Bank. Like, and why a hundred dollars? What's he? he? Doesn't even have a job. Like, how do you think I got here? Like, in the pool house, living in his ex-wife's pool house, from spending money I didn't have on women. So, so then, then she's like, I was telling him that, and he's got to pick up the check, and now I'm getting angry about this. She was really torn. So we're going back and forth. She's finding some of the stuff I'm saying funny, some of it's not funny. Then the kid comes by. And she said, may I ask you a question? And the kids are just like, they're like sh- shrinking into their seats. Oh, yeah. And she's like, when, when you um, came to the table and brought the check, like, why did you give it to him? And <laughs> I just started to laugh. He didn't know what to do. He's just oh, like, well, I kind of put it on the middle of the table. And yeah. and I kind of interrupted trying to save him a little bit. like, And then he kind of lied. Like, he didn't put it anywhere near the middle of the table he came to my side she was yeah. op- opposite me and he put it right for me yeah. and it was it was just so good the kids thought it was funny i thought it was funny i think she was i think it was just she was just challenged by it because it's like she works hard but i was on the floor i mean even yeah. <laughs> it was it was funny but yeah. that so that was uneventful though i mean it was fine then yeah. we went and got ice cream and i picked up ice cream and uh and that was fine but um other than that uh, i was in the hospital this weekend did i tell you that you were yeah, yeah, I got what the hell I got five stitches. No, we just got, ended on the high blood pressure episode. Now, what the hell? Yeah, yeah I, I, I got five stitches. What? I'm a bitch. Bitches get stitches. You know what I'm talking about. So what'd you <laughs> do? Who'd you hit? Um, I hit myself. So I was uh, running some errands for Kylie for her birthday party. Uh, you know, I was going to like the Dollar Tree and and Hobby Lobby and I don't know where the fuck I went. I went I went to Party Fair. I went to get some like uh, fabric at Joanne's Fabric for a backdrop for a photo shoot. You know, like a photo booth thing kind of thing that I set up for. Her. I got a, anyway, she had a luau theme. And uh, so I, I do all that stuff. I get back, and my ex wife, Andrea, asks if I could help her with the picnic umbrella, like the picnic table umbrella. Right. So she's hanging these Chinese lanterns, these like $1 Dollar Tree Chinese lanterns, like 
they're complaining about how they're more Kylie and my ex-wife were complaining about how poorly they made it. I'm like, they're one dollar, one dollar, and they came from China, from China. There was like a little kid. I was like, what? And they had to get from there, from the little kid's hands, into a package, and then on a package, and then on a boat, a cargo ship. <laughs> and it'd be like, and you still just pay one dollar. Don't complain about the one dollar shitty. Exactly. But uh, she wanted to hang them from the giant umbrella. Now they're tiny, but one of the umbrella, um, the aluminum like uh, supports for it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, was broken. Andrea had already splinted it with uh, some chopsticks and some very thin, like, uh, wire. So she asked if I could fix it. I said, she's like, uh, and she asked Kylie, can you get the packing tape, the shipping tape? I said, no, 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 let me get, I have gaffer's tape. It's a lot more durable. It's going to work a lot better. So I get the gaffer's tape, and I start taping it up. And then I realized the chopstick that she used as a splint was broken. Yeah. I was like, ah, shit. And it's re the gaffer's tape, it's taped onto itself. I couldn't get it off. So I went inside, got a, a utility knife, um, you know, like a Gerber, you know, um, like multi-tool, very sharp, like four-inch knife. And I'm standing on a chair, you know, I didn't, I was, you know, I'm, I'm not tall, but too tall if I were standing on the picnic table to, to maneuver through this. So I'm standing on the chair, and I'm trying to cut the gaffer's tape. Like, I just can't grab it and take it off. And as I'm doing it, I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to cut myself because I've got the knife in the right hand and I've got my left hand kind of bracing myself by the umbrella. And sure enough, as I had the thought, I was about to say it out loud, the knife slipped and it went right between my left thumb and left index finger, kind of in between, like kind of by the thumb knuckle, like Ouch. just below the thumb, just below the lower thumb knuckle. And it was maybe maybe a quarter of an inch maybe and it looked like it was kind of deep and blood started coming out quickly so i immediately i kind of put my hand into my mouth and just started like sucking the blood and compressing it at the same time right i don't remember what kind of shirt i was wearing what i had like i had yeah. barely put my phone down and i'm like fuck and I'm, now i see kylie i somehow i must have said fuck i cut myself and then did that so my ex-wife knew about it, and then I was trying to get Kylie's attention, like, you know, so she gets a dirty dish towel from the counter, right? Now, who the fuck knows what that's been wiping up? And I just press it onto my hand. Now, and I'm holding it down, and I'm like, fuck, fuck. And then it's, it's, it's let's see, let's see it. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to, it's bleeding really hard. I don't know how deep it is. I really don't want to see it right now. She's there like, sit down. I sit down on the outdoor couch and uh, they say, hey, um, um, we've we got to take you to the hospital. you got to get stitches. you got to go to the hospital. I'm like, okay, all right, fine, fine. So I lift up the, the, t the towel for a minute to look at it again. A little bit of blood comes out. I push it back on. I'm telling you, I got lightheaded. And I felt awful. Now, I had eaten, but not a lot. I felt really awful. And I'm st I think I was standing up. I had this, like, tunnel vision. Like, uh, things were going white. And I'm thinking to myself, this is so fucking stupid. This is, it was just, it's a small cut. And I could tell it was a really clean, because it was such a sharp knife, a very clean cut. Right, I, it didn't. It didn't hurt anywhere near the cut, but I could feel the blood coming off. And now, like, I, it's not like the bone hurt, but I kind of was feeling a little bit of pain. Maybe it was like bruising from I don't know. Something was happening. And I fuck. And they said, "Let's go. Let's go to go to the hospital. The hospital's one mile away. Same hospital I went to for the TIA stroke, whatever you want to fucking call it." And uh, we start to walk to the car. 
I got really lightheaded. I put my head down, and they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking in my head, like, holy fuck, what's going on? I'm like, am I going to die? Like, it's just a little fucking cot. <laughs> like, I'm not a little, I didn't lose a lot of fucking blood. Like, what's going on? I walk out of the gate into the driveway to get into the passenger side of Andrea's car. As I get in, I hear her say, Cameron, call 911. And I'm like, no, don't call 911. It's totally fine. I'll just go over there. So apparently, I blacked out. I didn't see black, but I totally, I passed out, yeah, fell right. to the ground, landed on my butt. And like, so it wasn't long. It may have been five seconds, 10 seconds. Like she had Andrea, I mean, Cameron, hang up 911 because I came too very quickly. And it, so apparently, it's something called vasovagal. Are you familiar with that? I, I've heard of the uh, the vagal nerve, but I, 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 tell me more. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know much about it. It took me forever. So it's vasovagal uh, synope, and apparently it's a thing. It's, it's um, you know, you, you, you get lightheadedness, tunnel vision, you know, cold and sweaty blurred vision, and it's... Uh, dilated pupils and whatever and then anyway it, it's when uh, when part of your nervous system regulates your heart rate and blood pressure malfunctions in response to a trigger such as the sight of blood i don't know that it was the sight of blood your heart rate slows and the blood vessels in your legs widen they dilate and then uh, anyway the try and it was a, basically a drop in blood pressure and slowed heart rate when i got to the hospital my heart rate was uh maybe 48 wow. my resting heart rate is typically 60 around 60 and uh, so I was fine. I just felt out of sorts for probably about half an hour. And then I came through and I was fine. They stitched it up. It's not bad. I got, uh, you know, um, whatever. So I'm good. And, and I, Andrea had asked me to go on more errands and go to Hobby Lobby again and get some ice and something. And I guess I really didn't want to do it. And I would much rather be at the hospital and, like... <laughs> see the light and that. so so i'm fine it's just stupid it's just dumb so <laughs> fine did the uh, excuse me paramedics come by or how'd that work no no so uh, so I, I i don't know if you know if you if you ever call 911 and hang up i don't know if you know what happens they just yeah usually they call, call you back, back they, yeah, they call back right yeah. right right because yeah you, if it's like a who knows domestic violence someone's hurting you they want to know what the fuck was that a little kid who knows so cameron hung up and then they called him back and then he was talking to someone at 911 explained the situation and they were like okay fine and then they made some recommendations and uh but we were we were at the hospital within like uh i think five minutes okay so Not you're even, all stitched so. up now have you yeah, had stitches before? Is this a new thing? That, that I've had stitches. You've yeah. had stitches. Mul yeah. Many times? Multiple times? Or Yeah. I mean, I could, like, I have. I don't know how many I've had. Couldn't tell you the most stitches I've ever had, but I've had stitches a number of times. Yeah. In my life. I what's can't tell most? you the last what's time. What's the record? I couldn't tell you. I mean, I, I, it's more oh. than five. More, more than, than five. five. And these okay. are not the dissolving type. They've yeah. got to be get taken out in, like, seven to ten days. I had uh, one time in my knee. I had uh, they put in actually wire stitches. They were like a, ooh, there was a short like staples almost. Uh, kind of like they they experimented for a while with this. Like it was this uh, real thin. Basically, it was like a metal wire thing. And uh, was it yeah. a running thing? What happened? Uh, no, that was when I got shot. <laughs> huh? uh, I think I've told this on here, haven't I? I got shot with. I think you have. You have yeah, uh, yeah. a friend of yours. What yeah, happened? Yeah, yeah. Wait. Yeah, it was dumb 12 year old thing uh, back when they used to let kids walk around with guns and uh, 
Yeah, I got shot with a twenty-two caliber. Uh, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, I yeah, remember I this. Yeah. yeah, but I don't remember wire stitches. I mean, I guess, see, you just tell the story and the important parts. I would go into the wire stitches, <laughs> who did them, like the conversation I had with him. I'd be like, they gave me wire stitches. What does that have to do with getting shot by a twenty-two caliber? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing <but> I just, <laughs> I just like to share. I love the minutia of everything. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, there were wire <laughs> stitches that time. And I, I'm trying to remember. I know there was one time. That might have been the time. No, maybe. I, I remember... I took out stitches i removed stitches once myself because they were bothering me and i was like (laughs) did it hurt when you removed them not really i guess just got scissors and i just kind of figured all right they're going to just cut through this and just yank one side and i did so that's you know what i did and then um i had some kind of a follow-up visit and i was probably i don't know like middle school or something or maybe high school when this happened because i've had i've had a bunch of stitches um and uh, I remember the doctor going, oh, where are the stitches? <laughs> I took them out, and he's like, oh, well, okay. I guess that's okay. Things look all right. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I've had a bunch, too. So, uh, different types. I don't think I've ever did have the, the staples, though, but I've had had some various other stuff. But, yeah, anyway, so that's, I thought, maybe why you might have had the, the pass-out thing going on, that something, something went on there. with. Uh, have you had first aid training at all? Uh, maybe. Well, I've 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 learned CPR a lifetime ago, like okay. in middle school when okay. I was my children's age. So okay. I'm 47 when, now. So because you know. went into the suck in the blood, I was I was laughing because I was like, uh, here's what's not on the list of things that you're supposed to do. <laughs> but it's your own blood. What am well, I supposed to do though? It's okay that you. I think if you suck your own blood, if you suck the, your own blood, they uh, suck on my blood. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I suck on my cock. I Why can't I suck on my I was, blood? I knew we were going there. Uh, but uh, so um, yeah, but that really, f- from a first aid standpoint, doesn't do much. The, the direct pressure is what doesn't. If it's if you hit it, well, I was I was sucking it just to apply pressure to it using my mouth. You know what I mean? Like it was like I quickly. And again, the r- thing that I realized though, it's a bad idea. Is your mouth is filled with bacteria. You can yeah. infect it. Yeah, not smart. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. wow. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, whatever. So, I, you know, it's, I'm fine. When you were at the hospital, I'm sure they took your your blood pressure. Were there any conversations about that then, or? Yeah, we 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 talked about it. Like we, um, it was actually pretty reasonable. I think it was uh, it was for me fairly low. I mean, it was one. I want to say it was like one twenty nine over seventy nine or one thirty two over seventy nine. So it was probably like high normal. Is that you think because you had just you know bled a while? <laughs> I think so. I think it had a lot to do with it. I mean, I I can't. I don't know if you've ever almost passed out. I mean, I don't. Oh, dude, it, I've, yeah, I've gone. I've passed out. Well, this, this I told you last year with the. Uh, I think we talked about it even the last show with the. Uh, they they put me on these high blood pressure medication. I don't. Yeah, have yeah, blood I remember. Yeah, 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 I passed yeah. the fuck out on but that. Although did, somebody caught me then. But then I had another time where I was. Uh, okay, okay, this is really fucking crazy. Um, I was in a. I was in the uh, sauna once at the YMCA. Mm-hmm. So I'm at the mm-hmm. sauna at the YMCA, and uh, I'm in there and I'm talking to this little. There's this uh, dude that he's from Vietnam, and uh, he's. I was going to say a little Asian dude, right? Asian. I, like I kind of knew it was like a little Vietnamese dude. Tony, Tony. <laughs> so Tony yeah. is in there all the time, and he's got. I think he's got some kind of uh, really bad arthritis, and uh, mm-hmm. he can stay in the fucking. He, he's always pouring, uh, you know, liquid on the on the burner thing to get it to go hotter, and he can stay in there like all fucking day. Um, so he's pouring pouring shit on there, and I'm talking to him. He's pouring shit on there, and it's getting hotter and hotter. And, and uh, 
I'm sitting there thinking, ah, God, I can stay in here a little bit longer, I can stay in here a little bit longer. And, and I was at this point where I felt like I should tap out. And then I, lo- I remember looking at my watch and thinking, I'm just going to stay in here for five more minutes. Mm-hmm. So I just, it, and that was the slowest five minutes like ever. It was one of those, one of those times where you just tick, 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 watching the five minutes go by. And so I got up, I walked outside the, uh, the locker room, or outside the, the sauna, which was in the locker room. And I walk out and I go over to the water fountain. I remember going over to the water fountain, I took a big cold drink and I kind of stood straight up and I thought, wow, I feel really lightheaded. And uh, I also had to pee like crazy. And mm-hmm. so I walked over to the, uh, to the bathroom area and instead of choosing the urinal, I thought maybe it'd be a good idea to sit down because I was feeling lightheaded. So I went into the stall and when I went into the stall, I must have turned around backwards to sit down and I passed the fuck out and I probably bounced off the stool and when I woke up I was laying flat on my back next to the toilet uh, and my feet kind of sticking out from underneath the, the you know the uh, the stall thing and nobody came in and saw me <laughs> do you know how much time had passed no no idea no idea uh, none um, do you remember having passed? Do you remember it, like having passed out, like that feeling? No, 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 no. I remember, you know, like I said, I was, I was, uh, I was feeling woozy, and you get that, like you said, kind of that tunnel thing. Although, you know, it's just everything's right. starting to, you know, the things going on. And when I, I remember, you know, like I said, I can remember passing on the on the standing up and peeing and going. You know, I remember going into the stall, sort of. And then after that, mm-hmm. it's just kind of basically I'm waking up. And the reason mm-hmm. I knew that I half sat on the seat was because my ass was uh, just killing me. I, I had like mm-hmm. pounded it. You know, I just kind of you know went down hard and bam hit the hit the I think just the edge. Of, I was on the left side of the toilet and my mm-hmm. right right ass cheek was killing me. And so I must have just mm-hmm. slammed down hard and just just collapsed. And I luckily didn't hit my head or you know, mm-hmm. anything like that. But yeah, it was strange. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it, again, I, it's so strange when the kids kept saying that I passed out, I passed out. And Andre was saying, you passed out. I'm thinking to myself, I don't think I passed out. I, don't, I mean, I remember going down to the ground, but it was almost like my legs buckled out from underneath me. Apparently, I hit my butt, and I kind of remember Kylie trying to pick me up, right? And even though she's five foot six and she's like not a tiny, it, I was like I had to help myself up. So I think she was just sort of bracing me, but they were pretty scared. And for me, I mean, like I describe it as like almost seeing a white light. And you know, I'm not a believer, but I'm pretty sure I saw the white light. And I did speak to God, Jesus. and He told me Jesus. And he, what He told me was that uh, we're doing the right thing right now, taking away those kids from these, uh, you know, South Americans. And and He said it's it's the Democrats' law. You know what I'm saying? It's not. A, we just listen. It's this is God's will, and uh-huh. your law. We're so He's basically we're pretty good. We are so good, by the way. So so I'm good. I saw. <laughs> I. Used so want to tell people that I saw the light and I saw Jesus. Jesus and I, saw, I so did Jesus not. Said, it was what so. What the fuck are you guys doing? Down <laughs> at the just, border, you motherfuckers! Just really stupid stop, idiots. Stop. God, <laughs> By the way, have you seen that photograph? Have you seen the photograph of the little girl? I, you know, okay, I haven't, and I've just heard bits and pieces of what's going okay. on. I, you know, I'm very, I'm very in favor of, of the, basically, if it were up to me right now, we'd all the over 20 million immigrants that are here right now, we'd just give them a legal path, right, like amnesty, like a pass, a, a right. legal path immediately. We'd mm-hmm. tax tax mm-hmm. them appropriately, and uh, I'm, I'm, 
But this separating kids, there's bullshit. What the well, fuck? so you, you know, so so here's. I actually listened. I listened to NPR today. I actually did not. It was not my intent to get into this, but I watched. I watched the there clip of, of fucking Trump and fucking saying how it's the Democrats' law. The, oh apparently, the God. law has never changed. It's all about the policy and the interpretation of the law that has existed for years. But there's this one photograph of a woman. Um, and her child from Honduras, and there's the photograph of the, the the little girl who may be two years old, like hysterical crying. Like so, it was on the cover of the Daily News. So it's all over the place. So the guy, uh, what is he? Uh, he's not with the AP. I forgot. Getty Images, and the guy he does a lot of work. Uh, J B Moore, I think, on Instagram. I, I meant to look at his his thing, and he actually has a book called uh, Undocumented mm-hmm. with uh, photos at the border for years. It's okay. a great title, actually. So he just captured this moment. He speaks in enough Spanish that he could speak to the the woman and the woman from Honduras and whatever. But apparently at that moment, that moment was not them separating the mother and the child. It was they were detaining the woman and then I think they he doesn't know what happened to them after it. But because of the image, it represents the story, right? But it's right. not necessarily the truth of the story, right? It's, I mean, it's, it's a really incredible, powerful image, but it's not exactly the story. But then you've got the whole other side of it where it's just like, what the fuck? Why is that guy lying? Why is that guy lying? No, I hate to see children. Well, it's so bizarre. Because yeah. Trump is fascinating. He actually talked. He was on uh, Fox Fox and Friends. I didn't see much of it. I heard some clips of it. And then apparently since he was on the lawn, he was talking to the press. Just him, himself. It's unprecedented. It's fascinating. He rare, but just un- impromptu, like that kind of access. I mean, he's lying, I guess, a lot of it. Uh, he lies and what he's delusional fuck? a lot. And, uh, you know, <laughs> then, crazy. okay, so he talks about the, you know, it's the Democrats' law or whatever the fuck. Um, and, you know, that, a lot of that's probably who knows what. There is bipartisan blame here, though. Oh, uh, for sure. You for know, sure. This has gone on way too fucking long. Right. Through, right. Uh, you know, through uh, administrations run by both sides of this uh, stupid uh, thing we've got going on that we call politics in the United States. And because there are no term limits in these uh, fuck idiots, I was going to call them something else, but I'm trying <laughs> not to say that word. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, so... You know, because they're they're trying to about to get reelected, they they won't. Uh, they re- oh just, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, Lindsey Graham is a good example of that. Yeah 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. They they won't stand up to it because they don't want to lose their. Ba- they don't even know what the fuck they are anymore. They don't want to go like on the no record. They don't want to go on the record right. for anything. So they oh let's just we'll table it and maybe we'll get around to it later. But yeah, this has gone on way too fucking long. It's been it's been uh, ridiculous, and I I hope you know. You know, just uh, this is the exclamation point of, of a uh, long period of uh, inaction and, and stupidity. And uh, damn, yo, I just hope uh, I just hope it works out. By the way, God, uh, God also told us that we're doing a great job. He said, "Guys, don't worry about it. I don't know you're not. You know, listen, it's did, not going to happen overnight, but uh, you're you're good. Keep doing what you're doing." Did you ask uh, Jesus uh, about the World Cup? How's he feeling about the World Cup? Does he have any? He fuck it. He hates. He hate, he said he said to me, "I hate soccer." No, seriously. He's like, honestly, America is wrong about most most things, but you're actually correct about soccer, right? Okay. He he just. Uh, <laughs> He's a big he's a big hockey fan. Football, he, football. Yeah. He was he was very upset that the Vegas Knights. <laughs> Vegas Knights. Uh, yeah, he's got n- n- zero fondness for for Washington Capitals and DC. Anything out of DC, bad. And uh, big Vegas Knights fan. <laughs> Jesus is their number one fan. Fact. 
I had to laugh today because uh, I was looking at the New York Times and uh, I always chuckle at the sports section of the New York Times because mm-hmm. you know they, they have such a hard time trying to you know, to just they don't want it to look like uh, anything that an alpha male would want to read if, if, it, <laughs> if it's a white alpha male uh-huh. trying uh-huh. to read something that's related to sports in the New York Times the Sunday New York Times especially um, you're, mm-hmm. you're going to be looking all day long it's just not there they, they find some weird fucking angle for some everything. human interest like yeah, something exactly. like that yeah. you know yeah they're, they're going to do a story about the Yankees all of a sudden they find some person that you know works in the back office that you know was abused as a child or you know it's always just some sort of weird weird thing that they do so today I'm thinking World Cup I mean I'm actually hearing a little bit more about the World Cup this time around although I haven't watched any of it um, I don't know uh, I just I, I, I haven't seen any of it have you watched any of it do you watch mm, no World not Cup? at all football soccer oh you know what I, when I was in the hospital on Saturday the 16th, uh, I put on a game. It was Croatia and um, Nic- uh, Nicaragua. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Nigeria, not Nicaragua. <laughs> I asked Cameron. I'm like, I'm like, what's NJA? And I didn't see the flag. I didn't have my glasses on. He didn't have his yeah. glasses on. And he's like, Nigra. I'm like, first of all, it's not. Don't stop. Please stop. It's it's Nicaragua. And um, and then we figured out it was Nigeria. So I think Croatia was up uh, one nil. Is that what they say? I don't know. I, I don't even know who won. Yeah, but uh, that. that's that was the extent. I was actually seeking it because I was in a hospital with. I don't have regular TV. I don't yeah. cut the cord. So uh, so the short answer is I watched about forty five seconds. Forty five seconds. You're you're ahead of me. Uh, so I, although I did see a replay of uh, I think this guy's the uh, he's like the Michael Jordan of soccer. Messi, I think his name is, or Messi or something like that and he had this um, I think that was against Croatia he had a penalty kick against uh, Croatia and you know the penalty kick is like a one on one thing and usually if somebody's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. good they, they get the they get the, the point and he he totally missed he well, didn't yeah, it wasn't horrible but he missed so anyway um, that's as much as I've seen and that was a replay but anyway so I'm thinking looking at the New York Times I'm looking at the sports thing and I thought god this is going to be front page this is going to be right there it's going to be World Cup because this is so you know global and mm-hmm. you know it's not mm-hmm. baseball football you know any of the American shit um, and it's so yeah so up their alley so I look at the front page and I'm like damn I don't even know if there's anything on the front page about this and I look down very bottom way below the fold at the very bottom there's you know maybe three column it's across the whole the whole you know width of the paper but about three column inches this story and i'm, and I'm looking at that and i'm going god is that it i think that's this is the story here and then i turn the page and the next like 12 pages i swear to god top to bottom are all world cup it's all soccer it's all football mm-hmm. and so yeah they did like a, the whole <laughs> the whole fucking thing was all about it and there was like yeah it was i don't know it was i you know i see uh well i listen to uh uh, lopez radio and he's talking about how in atlanta they've got some kind of a stadium there that's like sixty thousand people or something like that and there's uh people in the united states that are we've got places venues where they're actually selling stuff out and uh i know that okay the world cup event when they get to whatever they call the final i think that that's uh it's like four times more uh, viewership than the Super Bowl gets in the United States. It's it's much hmm. it's much bigger. Um, but it's hard still for me to to I guess to to put my mind around that. <laughs> I when I start watching it and I've tried, I I, I get this overwhelming feeling like I just want to run my head into a brick wall and go get stitches. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, yeah. It, 
it doesn't. I mean, I, I get, I get the game. I get the sport. I'm just not interested. It's a big, it's a big pitch, a big field, and there's a lot going on. It's just very long. It, it's a great. I mean, it's exciting when it's exciting, but I don't know, man. I, I uh, have you ever seen? There's an entire game that was shot with many cameras, and uh, I don't know if you know the band Mogwai. So the whole um, soundtrack was this guy Mogwai, and it's following, really focusing on one player. He's like this really incredible player. I gotta find. It. I mean, I, it's really interesting. Like it's uh, if you like football, <laughs> soccer, <laughs> I guess. No, actually, it was it was a really intriguing idea. Like to take one match, one player, and focus on the game from his perspective, and it kind of gives you a little bit of uh, uh, insight into the game and the intensity of the game. So, yeah, I think they need some kind of uh, a gateway method to get people involved in it. That, that's probably a really good idea, because if you see something like that, then you might be more inclined to sit there and watch or whatever, however long this well, is. Well, the thing that's crazy to me is it's like the United States did not qualify, right, for the World Cup. Right. Now, I'm looking at the, at the countries that have. Right? It's like Iceland qualified. Like, how good is Iceland? How many people are there in Iceland? I mean, how many... But- that's all they've got to play. It's like in the United States, if you're a really good athlete, you're a really good athlete. I you guess know, you're right. You, there's there's like a lot of choices. There's a lot of things you can do. You can play football. You can play basketball. You can go, you know, if you want to be a fighter, you can go to WWE or something like that. There's there's a lot more places for them to go. So people think, you know, I keep telling us that, uh, that we're going to get good enough at some point. But jeez, ah, I it, I don't know. Around here, at least at the high school level, it's it, it's no, nobody goes. Uh, you know, they they do have you know their, their what do they call them? matches? Is it matches? Soccer match? Yeah, they mm-hmm. go on, but yeah, there's like five people that are watching. So, and then you go to a high school football game here, and it's you know there's uh, you know a thousand or whatever or more. You know whatever you know. It's not as big as like going to a game in football game in Texas, which those look like little colleges. But yeah, would you would you go watch um, Quidditch? Have you ever, you know what Quidditch is? Isn't that the Harry Potter game? Yeah, the Harry Potter game. You know, <laughs> I don't think it's a real game, though, right? It is a real game. I mean, game. if they... No, it's not. It is a real game. It actually For is. who? Nerds? <laughs> okay. Um, Cedar Rapids. <laughs> you're, not, you're not joking. No, no, no. I am not joking. Cedar Rapids uh, just uh, was announced as the location uh, for the regional Quidditch qualifiers is going to happen here. Yes. Yeah, they have a You're US, making shit up. No, no, no. I'm not making this up. There is officially a U.S. Quidditch Midwest Regional Tournament that's coming to Cedar Rapids uh, in November. And uh, they say that, okay, Quidditch, okay, this is, this is so much cooler. This is so much cooler than, than, than soccer or football because <laughs> no, check this out. It's a mixed gender, uh-huh. full contact sport, which features elements from rugby, basketball, and dodgeball. In which all the players must compete with brooms between their legs. I understand. Yeah, this is. I know. They're not flying though. You don't fly in the Harry Potter movie. But they run around with these with these brooms, and it's just chicks and dudes that got the broom between their legs, and they're running around. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, I, we've talked about Wikipedia, and I've yes. talked. To you, I told you that I've, I, the guy that founded Wikipedia, I heard the you know the the how I built this NPR show yeah, about you okay. know, and I liked it, and I thought it was good and a really great idea. And I'm like, and normally I think they try to update. So I'm reading the Wikipedia page for Quidditch, and it's like right off the bat they get it or off the broom they get it wrong quidditch sport quidditch is a sport no it's not no it is not it is a fictional game played by harry potter it's like of two teams of seven players each mounted on broomsticks played on a hockey rink sized pitch 
<laughs> it is based on a fictional game of the same name invented by author J.K. It's real. <laughs> it's just, it's this real. is like, they, in that case, Matt Stone and Trey Parker should start people playing basketball. I don't know if you remember, they made a movie remember, called yes. Basketball. Awesome. Yeah, okay, this is dumb. <laughs> It is dumb, but people are doing it. So then again, our our whole uh, politics is uh, idiocracy too right now. It so is and, and the Mike Judge movie. People keep saying that uh, soccer is dumb. So or so is, did this? You've actually been? Have you? You haven't seen it, right? I haven't seen it. Are you crazy? I'm like, Do they cover shit? it? Do they cover it on the like Cedar Rapids like local news on sports? No, there was just a big announcement that uh, it, because I, apparently there's enough of a following with this that um, they get a uh-huh. lot of you know the, the there's a tourism thing so there's a lot of people that come in drive into or fly in or whatever they do show up mm-hmm. in town and they stay in the hotels do all that stuff so it's a big tourism event and it's a two day uh, two day deal and they'll be uh, yeah. be out there playing Quidditch and uh, I I would guess when it goes on hopefully um, <laughs> hopefully the news coverage goes out there and shows some people. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's crazy. They have equipment. Is quaffle? A quaffle is a volleyball. Bludgers is a dodgeball. Uh, yeah. Snitch is a tennis ball. And then rooms and hoops. And uh, could they quit it? And it says that uh, it shows the country or regions. Uh, uh, pretty much all of North America, parts of South America, parts of uh, the UK, Europe, and then there's uh, Australia and uh, and what is that? And a little bit in Africa. Uh, it's very fascinating. Uh, by the way, it's not. It's a, not an Olympic sport, and it's not a para Olympic sport. Should so. be. Should be. Definitely. <laughs> this to go on. The, go on. The I like. Okay. Everything is dumb. <laughs> I, everything is really stupid. That's not. That's the dumbest. Really. Yeah. It's it's a real thing. People are people are into that. So I, I was going to ask you. Uh, we talked about last yeah. time um, your your uh, AirPod thing. Oh um, yeah, I'm not happy. Did you get them? You Go got ahead. them, right? You got the AirPods. I got them. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. They don't work. <laughs> uh, so uh, they're not working right now. They're not working. All right. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So I was just wondering if you'd lost them yet, or because uh, I misplaced one. Yeah, yeah. Y- you already have. Okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, yeah, gravity fell out of my ear. So yeah. I don't know where it is. Somewhere. I had an incident the, the the other day, a couple days ago. I'm walking along and I see this. Uh, well, it was a dental floss box container thing laying <laughs> on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Which mm-hmm. normally I would have yeah. walked by. I would have just walked right. by the dental floss. Right. And I got about three steps past it, and all of a sudden I went one, two, three. Wait, John Craig. Wait, <laughs> yeah. AirPods, yeah. and I thought, mm-hmm. I'll bet that's AirPods. And so I turn and? and I bet jump out and I go back and I pick the thing up. It's, it was actually dental floss. But <laughs> it was dental floss. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, I was really hopeful that this was John Craig's AirPods that I was going to It's funny. I w- maybe I should get, like, dental floss, scratch off, like, the uh, Johnson & Johnson, yeah. you know, or just use whiteout to make it white and leave them around and set up cameras to see how many people would bend over to pick it up because they think it, uh, it's actually, uh, you know, AirPods. Yeah, yeah. Because the container, the little charging case, looks like dental floss. Yeah, it does. And so, is there any find my AirPod? There's no uh, the thief. There is, there is. Yeah, yeah there's a uh, caveat: is it needs to be paired, and right now they're not paired. And uh, I was having trouble pairing the left one, which was working last night. But then I couldn't pair it, so that I did forget this device. Now I'm trying to pair it with the reset button and the whole thing. 
it's not working and then like um and they're not very helpful over the phone at apple like they both both people were like can you try pairing it with another device well i was in the car the first time and i only had my phone so i said all right when i get home i got home macbook air tried to do it nope couldn't pair it i was going to borrow one of the kids phones good nah, it's fucking stupid they're like okay uh, we could set up a, an appointment for you I was like, I'm not fucking going to an Apple store right now. I got, I got to take a break from this because I, you know, I spent 159 dollars on these, or plus tax, almost 160 dollars. A hundred of it was a gift card for trading in my phone. But I'm not, uh, I'm not happy right now. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. They were when, when they were working and they were in my ears. They were very good. They worked well, and uh, I didn't get any complaints from the other people. I were the person on the other end of a phone conversation. But. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Re- I this was. I should have told you this before we turned on the max. I don't want to talk about the AirPods. I really don't want to. Like, I don't. I'm not an Apple fanboy, but I want to talk. Like seriously, like like cutting myself, almost passing out, even in the car on the way to the hospital after I passed out, and my ex-wife is driving me, and she said, when she when she said I almost passed out and I cut myself and I'm going to the hospital, she's like. How is it that your dad was in the that fought in the your? How is it that your dad fought in the Vietnam War? It's like, <laughs> it's like, I was like, you know what? But she's like, and then she kind of like backed off from it. And then she just started to laugh uncomfortably. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, no, I used to say it all the time. You know, my dad was a fucking Vietnam vet, Marine. Then he was a New York City corrections officer at the Brooklyn House of Detention. And then he was a New York City firefighter going into burning buildings. It was like, I told dick jokes a couple of times. That's not brave. That's just stupid, right? And it's like, whatever. It's like, look, I'm a pussy. I'm not, like, I cut myself. I see a little bit of blood. And I see God. God. God tells me that everything's great, and then I go to the hospital and I get some stitches. So I'm a big pussy, but I don't want to talk about AirPods. They make me so fucking angry. <laughs> when I found out I fucking misplaced my fucking AirPod, I kicked my car. I was wearing flip-flops. I hurt my foot. I had to go back to the hospital, get stitches in my big toe. That's not true. <laughs> but, yeah, fuck those. I, seriously, fuck Apple and their dumb fucking AirPods. Fuck their dumb AirPods. <laughs> it's so angry. I, I'm working, and uh, we're, we're going through a... Uh, they're planning a remodel at the the place where I work, and so they're they, they've got they've had like four or five of these design firms coming by, and they they uh, they've been walking around, you know, they're measuring things, and they're looking at this, and yep. they're looking at, you know, whatever. We're going to get a big uh, big shift in what's going on. They're going to get rid of all the all the you know pods that are there and all the the, the cubes and all that stuff, and um, sounds like they're going to spend some money, which is cool. Uh, open floor plan or you don't know yet not really open floor plan no because um, a lot of people already have offices so uh, okay. they're, they're just trying to make better use of and do some uh, we've got uh, issues with uh, a lot of windows and there's some temperature issues where it's either cold or, <coughs> or hot in certain places is it a big and space it, yeah it's pretty big space I mean it's it's big enough You're so anyway as yeah. they're going around they start asking questions about you know what are some of the things you would like to have and you know they're, they're supposed to be asking these questions and, and so i didn't really give them much to go on i really you know not that not that i don't have some thoughts but i just i don't know i just thought i'll just kind of keep my mouth shut and see what happens because you know i really my, my wants and needs aren't that great and there are some people like oh i'd like more blinds here and i like you know a better chair and they're, they're asking for all these things and so afterwards they just <laughs> They decide uh-huh. to set up a little uh, anonymous. After they had the four four companies come in, they set up an anonymous. Uh, I think they used. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, one of those companies. Anyway, a little thing online where you can go in and they don't know who you are, and you can fill out the questionnaire stuff, and uh, you know, give them some some answers about whatever's going on. And they said, if you go in there and if you leave comments, 
just you know whatever you come up with whatever you whatever you can think of would would be great you know if if uh, even no matter how outlandish it is and so i was like thinking no matter how outlandish it is and i'm looking around thinking at first i'm thinking skylight here and i'm like trying to come up with some outlandish mm-hmm. stuff um and stuff truly that would that would benefit me and then uh i'm thinking you know what would really be great would be the best here if they would put a bidet in the men's room <laughs> and so i probably was a little too hasty but i you know, like could you please put a bidet in the men's restroom? I, I rushed room. I typed this in. Sent. So now they've got the bidet request. I'm thinking if they have a bidet in the men's restroom, my office place is moving. <laughs> would <laughs> I take would my they? Yeah. I'm going to the bathroom at eight in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Um, I've never used a bidet. I, I mean, it's not true. That's I, not true. I haven't either, but I know. I, I, it's just like looking at that certain girl you look at. You just know you, when you look at her. <laughs> I, I've, I've seen pictures of them. Yeah. I know the concept. And I'm You're sure. happy I place. <laughs> You'd be like the best. This is honestly, it's changed my life. This is like especially if I have temperature the rest control. Of your life. If I, I, I can, you know, yeah. if I, there's temperature control there, I'm I'm just sitting there all day. <laughs> so, so did you actually put that in yeah. for real? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's anonymous. It's anonymous. Yeah. But there are only like 15 people that work in they're, your office, they're gonna, right? They're going to know it was me. You're going to know it's you, right? I mean, come on. You, like, although you never know. It could be like an engineer, you know? But you're just like that's, those engineers. Oh, that's, that's weird. That's possible. I, yeah, I have some weird combination of uh, something that allows me to get along with them. But it's possible that it could come from an engineer. And, and I had that thought, actually. I was thinking, okay, this they're going to go for me because... A lot of times I'm, uh, you know, I'm looking for the. I, a lot of times I'm mm-hmm. not looking for the punchline necessarily, but I'm trying to see the humorous side of whatever it is. And if there's a, <laughs> the ability to drop something in to to break the ice or to, you know, um, right, you know, that sort of thing in a meeting or whatever, I, I'm the person that does that. So I don't know. It's, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I, it was always fun to do that, you know, and just like kind of throw things out there and just see what reaction it gets. Just to, especially if nobody's nobody's if they ask for you know feedback or something, just go right. Like it's almost like an icebreaker, like you said. It's just yeah. kind of sort of like so, yeah, throw it out there. But what about a safe room? I'm not. You know, a safe room would be kind of cool. Um, maybe. Uh, I'm not sure why we would need one necessarily. We, we do have an elevator. <laughs> it's not that many people. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you could go get on the elevator if you want to be in the safe room. I think that would probably be okay. That would probably work. But what, what, what's the what's the impetus for uh, this uh, redesign? Though, like, what's really pushing it? I mean, is it outdated? Well, is it? We have uh, the the barbershop below us. The the uh, uh, I always call it the black barbershop. There's probably a better way of, of uh, describing that. But um, okay, I don't know if I actually explained this to you entirely. So I used to go to uh, the, the the guys that own this barbershop that I've uh, gone to for quite a while. They've got one down in the hood, or it's as much as of a of a hood as Cedar Rapids, Iowa, can have. But they've got one in the uh, in the rough part of town. This this barbershop. Mm-hmm. And so, which is really the place that I like to go because it's got more—it's just got more Jose Qua. It's got more of a, you know, it, it's it's more of what you would think about if, if somebody said I go to uh, to a black barbershop. Uh, and again, that's probably mm-hmm. a bad way of putting it. But uh, no, 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 I don't think that's—I don't think that's bad. Uh, I'm another white guy, but yeah. I mean that's what it is. Yeah, it's a black barbershop. After all, we are just two white guys kicking it. You know, that's, <laughs> we're. <laughs> 
We were going to use that as the name for the uh, for the podcast. <laughs> Two white guys kicking it. Yeah, we'd probably be right up the charts there. Yeah, I mean, because it is an endangered species. You know, the uh, two white guys kicking it podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's we're the only two. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, we're pioneers. We've got that. So anyway, th- so they're they're down on the hood. They decide, and this had nothing to do with me, but they decide that, that the place is always packed. They're you know, the place is always busy and uh, just just jamming. But they decide uh, that they're going to put a new place up uh, out on the other side of town where the, where the light people are and. Uh, it would take off some of the pressure on the other location. And so uh, I hear him talking about this, and I know that there's another location coming in. Well, as it turns out, it comes in right below me, right right in the same building I work. They're like downstairs. When did this happen? Uh, six months ago, maybe, something like oh, that. Okay, yeah. I just didn't realize it was in the same building. Yeah, they're, they're like right downstairs. And so, um, yeah, Cedric, my, my man Cedric is right Right downstairs, but um, these guys—they they make a lot of noise. They—they they, they really do. It's a noisy ass place. They, <laughs> yeah. They, there's a lot of well, there's a lot of music, and they—they—they yeah. they, they do. They're a, kicking it. They're kicking it. They're having fun. They—they—they they, they, with uh, both their customers and and themselves back and forth between each other. There's a lot of noise going on. So a lot of laughter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So the uh, place where I work, which is more staid and steady and quiet, uh, they decided that it would be a good idea to do some soundproofing and do some. Uh, so as part of this uh, this remodel thing, they're uh. they're going to bring in some kind of uh, white noise masking thing somehow. That I don't know what the fuck that's all about. Right. But. Um, so and then it's it's just the, the we need new carpet we need the the the, the uh, cubes and all that stuff for the uh, you should start recording from there. There is a room there that would be great, and they've got really high speed uh, wacky wackadoodle uh, yeah, access to uh, to the internet. But uh, anyway, mm-hmm. you know, I've actually it's crossed my mind a couple times. But um, so yeah. Uh, they they'll probably know it's me. They'll, they'll they'll laugh it off. They'll know it was somebody trying to be silly. Although I'm I'm, I think a bidet would be I don't know, be a nice nice touch, nice feature. <laughs> It'd be great if you don't hear anything about it and then boom, bidet. I'll, I'll send it there. You there. go. Everybody's, everybody's <laughs> gonna be like high five. What the fuck happened here? What's any Europeans? Any uh, any foreigners there? Well, you know what? No company. Yeah, well, no, but they, you know what they've always said is uh, when uh, you have to go to the bathroom, uh, you're American, and uh, when you come out of the bathroom after you've gone in, you're American. But we're, when you're in the bathroom, European. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't even Stand a dad joke. Coming. I know it's Father's Day. That that was that was more like of a grandfather joke. <laughs> That's so old. It's just like oh man, I didn't even see it coming though. I have to tell you, I didn't see it coming. <laughs> Yeah, excuse me, I gotta, I gotta go to Wiz concert. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you European? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it anyway. doesn't work. I can't figure. Yeah, yeah. So. Those are all. Yeah, dad. They may be dead. Did, did the girls get you anything? Did uh, did Tori and yeah, Zoe I was ask you get you, you got, anything for Father's anything. Day? Yeah, uh, yes, I, I did get a gift. Uh, I got uh, some uh, toiletries. Some I uh, got some. Uh, some uh, facial scrub pomade stuff for the hair and some facial scrub stuff uh, some of that stuff and they got me a uh, fairly dope uh, Fender t-shirt so that's got, cool yeah yeah so yeah how about you what'd you get no no these assholes got me nothing got you nothing they, no they they um so 
I think Cameron, I woke up a little late. I got out of bed around 9, 15, 9, 30. I didn't get to sleep until like 1, 30. I was exhausted yesterday. Seriously, going to the hospital, getting stitches, almost passing out, the whole thing. It was just nonstop. So I got up a little late. Cameron was having uh, his math tutor. By the time I got into that, I like stopped in the house. He was with his math tutor. Kylie saw me. She was in the pool house downstairs, like sorting through all of her gifts. And uh, nothing. I said, happy birthday, Kylie. I gave her a birthday card and gave her a kiss. I have a gift for her, but I didn't order it on Amazon yet. It's not like it's, it's on its way. Didn't order it yet. And then I go in the house. The first one to wish me a happy Father's Day was my ex-wife. <laughs> and then finally, a few hours later, right before I decided to take Kylie to pick up her Abercrombie & Fitch dress, she hands me a handmade uh, birth, uh, Father's Day card, and on the front it says, Happy Father's This is fine. No problem yes. with the yeah, handmade yeah, card. Yeah. But I'm driving, and I ask her to read it to me because I'm driving. And uh, it says, Happy Father's Day. There's a hand-drawn picture of a camera. Like, it looks like a, a Leica, uh, a heart. And then inside... It says, Dad, happy Father's Day. Thank you so much for all you've done for me. Sorry for being a brat sometimes. Parenthetical, I do appreciate what you do. Love, Kylie. But my favorite part, my absolutely favorite part, and I noticed this later, on the back of the card, it says, world's okayest dad goes to John Craig. (laughs) I was like... She's my daughter, that's for sure. Well, she. do you think she was prompted by her mother? You know, no, no. As a matter of fact, I read that at dinner, and Kylie started to interrupt me. I'm like, Kylie, you wouldn't read the card to me, and now you're t- – I'm just let me tell your mom. And when, when I read the thing about her where Kylie wrote, like, you know, sorry for being a brat, Andrea, like, totally defended Kylie immediately. I was like, you didn't let me finish it. Like sometimes, because sometimes Kylie, you know, fourteen-year-old girls are brats. Sometimes, you know, yeah, like they just want to get their way. It's not like they're oh, trying yeah. to be rude or disrespectful, but they just are. Yeah, they work so. at that very hard. They do a very good job of it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of yeah, it's culture. So um, yeah, yeah, it's I'm, spoiled. I'm watching some YouTube videos this week, and mm-hmm. uh, I you know I try to look at you know a lot of times I'll try to. Yeah, you look at at comedy stuff is what I was trying to do. I was looking at, you know, trying to just kind of browse through some stuff to see if there's anybody there that uh, is new that I'd like. And uh, I, you you know this guy, I'm sure. I I stumbled along this uh, comedian, Chris D'Elia. You know who he is? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've seen him at the comedy store. Well, I used to when I used to go out there all the time. Okay, I was getting this strange thing while I was watching Chris D'Elia, and I know we don't know each other, but I'm like, put glasses on Chris D'Elia, and it's kind of John Craig. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or, I don't know, you probably haven't ever thought about that? Do you like him? Do you like well, no, I mean, he. I like him, yeah. I think he's very funny. As a matter of fact, he does the thing. He's very comfortable on stage, very relaxed. Yeah. Sometimes he'll just sit on a stool, and he's just kind of chill. And he's... Uh, He's taller, thinner, better looking, younger, a lot more successful than I am. Uh, but yeah, he, I've got that a little bit of that vibe. He's... He's, uh, I don't know. He's he, every time I've seen him up there, he's he seems like a pretty good dude and seems to have some perspective. And even the Marin interview with him, I know. Yeah, he's he's funny. He's uh, he's got the uh, he's got the hair like yours. He's got this kind of the beard mm-hmm. sort of thing. He's, he's from New Jersey, right? Is he from Red Bank or somewhere? He's from somewhere in New Jersey. Mm, I I don't. Re- yeah, he's from Montclair, New Jersey. He's just north of me. He's yeah. He's actually even younger than I thought. He's only thirty eight. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, but he's been around for a while. He's been doing his thing. Yeah, he's all right. 
Yeah, I, and then after I saw the, I saw a little bit of stand up, which I thought was pretty good. I tried to go, and uh, he's got a podcast he does by himself, just uh, and he goes for a long. And it's not like one of these like Bill Burr will do like a half an hour on his own a couple times a week. Uh, I guess there's some other guys that do the longer ones by themselves. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Theo Vaughn does one a lot of times. It's his. Uh, his, uh, I can't remember his is called, but anyway, he'll do like an hour and a half. But he does call-ins and stuff like that, so he he doesn't. Uh, it's not just totally him all the time. But um, Crystalia did uh, like an hour and a half. The one I listened to, and it was just him doing his shtick, uh, you know, solo for an hour and a half, which uh, I was like, wow. And uh, he's not trying to be, you know, he's not, he's not he's not yuck yuck trying to be funny for that hour and a half. He's just uh, he's just. He's just talking, huh. talking about whatever he's, you know, whatever's going on, oh. and he manages to cover. I can't imagine just doing an hour and a half, stand there by yourself. It seems like a long time. It is. I can't imagine. I mean, I can probably do it, but I, but it seems crazy. Like I, you'd be. What's his name? Is good at it. You'd be telling about the wire stitches. <laughs> oh my God! I'd be still talking about the wire stitches. That would have been twenty-five minutes, and it wasn't even my story. <laughs> hey, yeah. So I was talking to Colin Flynn. Yeah, he's my podcast co-host. The other thing that I do. Yeah. So yeah, he he got shot with a twenty-two caliber. And he got these wire stitches, and then I would go on about the wire stitches that I didn't, I wasn't there for. I don't know about, you know. Uh, so yeah, Bill Burr is really good at the one man. Yeah, but right? he only does like a half an hour, I think. Roughly. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. Now, have you heard about uh, another comedian, a very successful comedian, uh, the Nerdist comedian, Chris uh, Hardwick, and what he happened to him? He had a rough week, right? What, what was his? I, I read he, just the basics of it, and uh, how'd that go exactly? So, apparently, he was dating a, an actress uh, for three years, Chloe Dykstra, oh, and uh, apparently, she came out with some things that apparently he was... Uh, basically, really, really fucked up and shitty. Uh, now, it... He, there's a lot. Uh, he's very successful and popular in that world with his little nerdist. Mm-hmm. I don't know, fucking website, blog, podcast. He's got the Talking Dead TV show. Yeah, yeah. He had Talking Bad. He's got a lot. But apparently, uh, AMC suspended him right now. But now, basically, it's it's. It's not. It's kind of shitty stuff, you know. I mean, it's like uh, I. I don't know. I don't know the guy at all. I. I didn't. I. I know he's roughly my age. I know that he's been around for a while. I don't remember him being a big or successful stand-up comic, but something changed with the Comic Con. This whole world of uh, that he's in, the whole Nerdist thing. I don't yeah. know how that happened, and. Uh, I don't know. He always seems a little douchey, and I never thought he was that funny, but uh, yeah. but people seem to like him. Yeah, the and the but, details I read a little bit about that from what she was alleging. Some of it seemed a little ambiguous. It was like, okay, a lot of there's a lot of relationships where there's a kind of jealous partner, and the you know they they start asking people you know don't go out with that person or don't go out with that. But you read all the stuff. You know, some of it sounded pretty creepy. But whether you know whether I think there has to be. And I was reading that. Uh, uh, God, I'm trying to remember what the hell her name is. Uh, Oprah Winfrey's longtime friend, Gail. Uh, there was a, an interview that she did over yeah, the weekend. Yeah, Gail King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Gail was saying that uh, she felt with the Me Too thing, because they were asking her a lot of stuff, because she's been around. She, well, she was around Charlie Rose a lot. She did the yeah, show Yeah, yeah, that's a tough one and for she her. she was just yeah. basically saying that we're... Yeah. 
she's saying we're in a period now where the allegations are made and it's you know instantly guilty and we uh, you know we're ready to hang that person and she said we need to start uh, uh, we need to be in the mindset that you know that we that the allegations should be tested and played out and you know the, there should be some due diligence made towards trying to figure out who's who's the liar or who's doing what here uh, so you know maybe did it maybe didn't but uh, it didn't sound good, at least on, yeah. You know, well, apparently, I mean, apparently she just posted it uh, on Medium, which I think is a website. Yes. But, uh, and, uh, and she said she, I mean, wrote on Twitter that she quietly posted this thing. But, I mean, I don't go to Medium. I don't know who goes to Medium. But, boom, just like that, it spread. Well, everybody knew who she was, apparently. Uh, and she is smoking hot, by the way. Um, but, <laughs> she's, uh, uh, she's an attractive woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of guys that return a locker in a closet. Don't, don't talk to anybody. Don't ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so she wrote this article on Medium, and she tried to make it uh, like this anonymous thing. Uh, so there's this guy who's really into the nerd culture, and she didn't mention him by name, but everybody's like, well, you know, thing. Yeah, pretty obvious. And, and then she comes uh, out a couple of days later and says, well, you know, I did this thing, and apparently it's gained some traction. And you know, yeah, geez, I don't know. I, I, the way people doing stuff like that, that's backhanded uh, sort of thing. If if it's real, come out and say it. If uh, you know this, uh, I don't know. The way Especially now with the Me Too thing, she's got the perfect stage for this. Why would you, uh, why would you do something that's that's that uh, I don't know strange of a way to announce it? It just seemed I don't know, it, it seemed off to me. Something there's some something there with the stink test that doesn't make sense. It, it's not. I don't know. Well, apparently, Patty Hearst defends son-in-law Chris Hardwick. What? Patty well, Hearst. Patty Hearst. Really? Yeah, wow. There's a lot of people yeah. that wouldn't know. Uh, you'd have to be of a certain age to know, even know who Patty Hearst is, what the story is behind her. That's true. Um, but, and it was an interesting one. I'm surprised that hasn't been made into like some movies and stuff, or has it? The Patty Hearst story, because that was pretty fucking bizarre. Wait, what was her deal? Her deal was the uh, was what's his name was the with the for uh, Manson. No, Patty Hearst was, uh, you know, of course, the Hearst family, a uh, huge, you know, long-time wealth. Yeah, yeah. And so she, when she was about, I think she was maybe in her late teens, she was uh, abducted by a group called the Symbionese Liberation Army. And uh, they held her hostage, a lot, much like the, uh, if you're following old history, like the Limburgh thing when they... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she was held hostage, and uh, they... Uh, had her for a long time and then eventually um she uh basically uh, apparently decided that uh, the people that were holding her the symbionese liberation army which was i don't know i think it was a bunch of very leftist uh you know college kids that were trying yep. to mm -hmm. you know, um, make a name for themselves but anyway she uh, eventually um started uh, participating in their in their crimes and they were doing they were like they were robbing banks with, you know, they'd walk in with machine guns and they were doing... Yeah, about, I do remember you know, that. Yep, yep. Crazy uh, stuff. yep. Yeah, and then mm -hmm. uh, eventually she was uh, released and then they figured out that she had been involved in all these crimes and there was a... I, I don't know exactly how it all played out for her. I don't know that she did any jail time or they uh, probably... Uh, I think they were trying to cl claim that she had... I don't remember what the syndrome is that, that uh, when you are held by a captor at some point you start to like the captor. There's a name for that, something, something syndrome. I think they argued that in court that she had. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, um, oh, God, I use it all the time. Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome, yeah. I think apparently right, they, they right. argued that. So yeah. I don't know. It was made into a film, by the way, in 1988 oh, okay. uh, called Patty Hearst, and it was a drama biography of Natasha Richardson, well cast, playing, uh, playing Patty Hearst.
from Natasha Richardson. She's the one that, uh, da, 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 I'm trying to think who she is. Tall woman, as I recall. Yeah. I, uh, I think so. She, she died on in 2009. Oh, her. No, no, no. She was the one who was married to Liam Neeson. She hit the skiing Shh. Oh, that's right. She And apparently she was part of the Redgrave family. Yes, yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Wow. Things. She was born in, holy shit, she died when she was 45. You're right. That's it. That's crazy. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we touch. Wow.